Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hello there. I uh, hope wherever you are listening to this in the world that you're in good spirits. And if you're not, don't beat yourself up about it. And hopefully by the end of this episode, maybe you'll get some food for thought that will help raise your spirits. Uh, last week, I was talking about getting through terrible times. It was uh, reflected, I guess, because of what was going on uh, in my world with somebody uh, that I respect and care for deeply difficult situation, the loss of somebody very close to them. And I suppose that feeds into today's episode as well, um, which I'm calling the pain progress formula. And um, I think there's a lot in this episode. Um, I guess the pain progress formula, I'm naming it that. I probably first came across this, I think, um, when I was reading something by Ray Dalio, um, Ray is the founder of, I think, one of the largest hedge fund companies in the world. A very interesting person. Has written a best-selling book called Principles. But before that was a book, it, it was kind of an internal PDF that he shared with his staff. And somebody connected to Bridgewater, I think it was his company, shared that with me. And then I, I read it and I thought it was very profound. I thought, thought there was a lot in it. And it was a few years later that the, that PDF became a book. But one of the things and one of the concepts that Ray talks about is the value of pain if it's approached in a certain context. And so the formula that he shared in that original PDF, which became the book of principles, very much worth getting, is this. Pain plus, plus reflection equals progress. Pain plus reflection equals progress. So that's what I'm going to call the pain progress formula because from my experience um i think that that formula is true and i think it's a very important formula now <clears throat> something to flag for the next it'll probably be certainly the next couple of weeks i'm doing an interview with a parenting expert an irish parenting expert very interesting person a guy called richard hogan uh, he is somebody who has a huge amount of experience in helping adults parents and primarily teenagers, to navigate the world. And um, I, I did an interview with Richard earlier this week. Um, it'll I'll be notifying you as to when it comes out, probably over the next week or two. So do watch out for that. But one of the questions that I asked Richard on the back of something he told me, he said, because, for example, he said to me, you know, that we're living in the age of anxiety, which does seem to be, unfortunately, the case. Anxiety is everywhere. And I asked him, what did he think was the cause of that? And his answer was very revealing to me because he said that from what he can see with teens in particular, that the increasing levels of anxiety is primarily because parents are removing the pain of dealing with obstacles. Parents are, for whatever reason, we discussed this in the interview, um, stepping in and taking away the pain of handling an obstacle, taking away the pain from the child, from the teenager. And so really taking away from them the opportunity that life's presenting to build their resilience, to build their strength by 
going through the pain. And I think that is something that is increasingly important, not just for teens, but for parents, but also for adults in any context. Because from what I see, um, and I can certainly see it in my own journey, very often we're, it's psychological pain is what we're afraid of. And we often turn away from that pain because we want to avoid it, not realizing that there's a gift in that pain. And that's a little bit what I want to explore today. And if you've listened to uh, the earlier episodes of this, or maybe if you you know, if you've been on the entire journey, you'll know that I've shared from a time in my 20s where I was going through a difficult time mentally. I was in a, a depression spiral, I guess. I ended up kind of a suicidal. And was lucky enough to get a second chance. I was lucky enough to find a counselor that had a model that was very effective for me. But I remember early on in that <clears throat> relationship and journey with Morris, the counselor, he asked me a question which was quite profound looking back. He said, Shane, when do you learn when do you learn more? Do you learn more when times are good? Or do you learn more when times are tough? Now, you probably know the answer to this as you're listening to me, but anyway, bear with me. <laughs> I was naive enough that I said it, I just looked at him point blank, but well, that's kind of a silly question. You learn when times are good. You learn better when times are good. And he said to me, really, tell me why. And I said, well, if times are good, you're relaxed, you can take things in, you can learn quicker. And he said to me, uh, well, I think you're confusing learning, school learning with life learning. Because he said, from what I see, he said, life learning very often really only happens when times are tough. Because when times are tough, you have to face reality. You have to dig deep. You really learn where you're really at. Um, and school learning is a different type of thing. And I think that's one of the problems myself that I, that I see at the current school system, in the Western world anyway, certainly in Ireland, is that it's this memory learning. It's not necessarily about experiential learning or life learning or learning the things that actually will build your ability to be a better human, to navigate life through tough times. Tough times, if we let them, forge steel in the fire. Iron becomes steel when it's forged in the fire. And I think that's the value of tough times. And any sort of experience in life, tough experience, will probably reveal that as a universal truth. Um, I suppose as I'm talking it out here, what of a, a flash of a memory, years later, um, I met with Morris. This is after. I mean, I was with Morris for maybe six months, and then uh, I was ejected to, to figure out the rest myself, which was right. And then a few years later, we met for lunch. And it was actually in the middle of the, I think it was called the Great Recession, the Great Crash, whatever, 08 or 09, 10. I remember leaving the lunch after having a nice meal with Morris and him saying to me, or I said to him, I said, God, there's a lot of pain around at the moment. You know, there's a lot of pain. And he said, yeah, it's great, isn't it? And I said, huh? Why would you say that? And he said, Shane, where there's pain, there's growth. And that might seem cold. I don't know, to you listening to this. Again, I thought that was quite profound. You know, where there's pain... There's growth. Obviously, you don't like to see people in pain. You don't want to be in pain. But I think it's a nice comfort to know that, okay, if I'm feeling pain, there's an opportunity here to grow. There's something here. And the reality is that most of us, most of the time, we're so busy that we don't really stop and think and reflect. And I have to be honest, if I look back at my own life so far, probably most of my most important insights or uh, opportunities or things that I saw 
as opportunities came from times of great pain. My biggest learnings certainly came from times of great pain, which brings me into the second part of the formula, reflection. Now, just out of curiosity, looked up one dictionary to see what was the definition of reflection um, in terms of a kind of a thinking, that, that side of it. And the short definition is reflection is serious thought or consideration. Now, I think we can go a little bit deeper than that because if you think about serious thought, it's not about like I have to think serious thoughts. What that really means to me is it's, it's giving us a higher, you're giving something a higher level of attention. That's the consideration, a higher level of attention. And generally, it's not until something happens, something severe happens that causes pain that actually we're forced to stop. Now, that might be through a serious illness. It could be the loss of somebody. It could be something, a serious injury. I don't know. But you probably know. Like, you know, where have you been forced to stop? I often find life has its own way of teaching us if we're open to it. And really what you're doing when you're giving serious attention to something is you're giving more space to contemplate, to consider, to reflect. That's why I think there's a value in certain types of retreats. That's why, for example, I created my own version of a leadership retreat called the Thrive Experience, where it's an opportunity to step out of the noise, out of the business, out of the agendas of all the people around you and come out of your own thinking and go, right, let me reflect even on the pain that's around me. Let me reflect on my journey. One of the greatest psychologists who ever lived is a guy called Albert Bandura. He was one of the pioneers in what's now known as self-efficacy. Um, well, we're checking him out if you're interested in that kind of thing. But one of the things that he wrote in one of his books, which I thought was quite profound, is this. It's people not only gain understanding through reflection, they evaluate and alter their own thinking. So what he discovered was that, okay, it's not just gaining understanding about giving something reflection or consideration. It also helps you evaluate, it helps you process, and actually ultimately helps you change your thinking, change your mind, develop and evolve your thinking. And obviously, if thinking is directly, it's a cause of your results, well, then we should always be looking to reflect on our thinking. Thinking for most of us is very often habitual, it's unconscious. We don't always link it to the results or experiences in our life, yet it is there at the very center. So it is of high, high value to reflect on our thinking. That could be in the context of a business, in terms of strategic thinking, purpose-based thinking, but then also personal. And creating space is something, for, for regular reflection, is something that I encourage all of my clients to do. Personally, myself, I actually give some reflection time every day, first thing in the morning. It's reflection. It's not reflecting on goals and everything else, all of which I might, I might do at different times. It's more to do with just reflection on my journey, on the bigger questions in my life, and on the important issues in my life, and generally also looking for where the pain is, which isn't always the easiest thing to do. <laughs> and on that note, what I'd say is like, not all pain is bad, but most of us do avoid it, if we're honest. Like we don't, we're kind of intrinsically wired maybe on some level to avoid what really is psychological pain. And on some level, we can run away from pain. And that pain might be outer, could be like a person, or dealing with a person, or, or indeed it could be inner, which is probably more relevant. That's the psychological. But honestly, I, I mean, I don't, I'm curious as wherever you're listening to this, if you look at your own life and consider it, my bet is you're probably going to go, okay, look, I've had painful moments. I didn't like them, but they did probably make me stronger. Certainly some of them did. That could be the pain of loss, loss of somebody, loss of identity, loss of a business, loss of a relationship. I don't know, loss of health. It could be the pain of harsh words. It could be the pain of growth. 
And it's funny because I think Ray Dalio does make this analogy somewhere in that principles, that original document, I think it's in the book as well, is that like not all pain is bad. If you go to the gym and you're exercising your body, if you're lifting weights, say for your biceps, you know, a day or two later, you're going to feel pain in that muscle. And that feels good actually because it thinks, oh, my muscles are sore, but there's kind of a positivity to that. So why, why can't we look at other types of pain as, okay, I know this is hurting, but there's something good is going to come from this. There's growth. I mean, the reality anyway, as you know, is that pain is inevitable. We are going to get hit. We are going to get hurt. Things are going to happen. They're going to hurt. There's going to be pain. I do remember for myself as I'm talking this out that I think one of the biggest mistakes and one of the biggest lessons I made, I, I used to avoid the pain of depression. I was afraid of my depression, which is thinking. The feeling that came with it just to terrify me. Oh, here it comes. But actually not realizing that it was me being afraid of it, thinking about it, made it worse, made it come in stronger, made it stick around longer. Where now it's more a case of, okay, if something comes in like that, there's a feeling, well, I just kind of, now I kind of approach it as, well, experience it, sit in it, don't wallow in it, don't stew in it, but I'm not afraid of the feeling. I know the feeling of pain has a gift. I just have to let it flow through me to experience it fully, to experience it fully. So a few questions, as you know, I normally do on the podcast just for you to reflect on it. There you go. Reflect on it is what am I learning here? Like in, in your life right now, where's the pain? And ask yourself, what am I learning here? Or what am I seeing now that I didn't before? Or, or you know, are, am I sitting with it or am I avoiding it? And maybe a, a great one to consider is like, what is the pain trying to teach me? What is life perhaps trying to show me? Even in the middle of the most terrible types of pain. And in short, just to close out, pain is obviously not fun. Um, I think pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. You know, if, if we stay stuck in pain, I, probably suffering emerges. That's more like chronic pain, where it's just a cycle of pain, a cycle of pain. We can't get out of this loop of pain and become suffering. But I think if we can look at pain differently, maybe reframe how we look at it, use it as an opportunity. Honestly, from my experience and what I'm seeing in my own life and with other people that I work with, pain is an opportunity to grow. So let's leave it there. Ciao.